I'm terrible at keeping us the shorts and things. I mean, it's actually, I mean, it's a lovely compliment when you said uh, about how I speak. It's, it's the one thing that I really wish I was better at is I would. So when, so when I interviewed Seth Godin, because he writes every single day of his life, he knows his thoughts and he can succinctly say what he wants to say. And I go off on these fucking huge tangents. And yeah, I yeah. wish I could just Seth Godin it and just give you. Again, it's like it's like stripping it down to what's what can I tangibly take away from this? I want someone to listen to what I say and go, that applies to me. I can do X, Y, Z. Boom. Yeah. That's what I wish I was at. But well, I I have to tell stories about falling off of cliffs to <laughs> before I get yeah, there. But I, I do think like I I think as you've done with Creative Rebels, I I think there's another conversation to be had that's more tactical and specific. To be honest, you'd meant to think, well, I've learned how to be successful. You know, I've learned what the constituent parts for first principles thinking around doing a particular thing is. And I think that you, you do have this very unique quality, David, of marrying this, not strategic thinking, but whatever's close to that, like not, not being afraid to reference people like Gary Vee and all your learnings without any pretense of like, I'm an artist and it all comes from the soul. Yeah, do, you know, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think there's something very, very powerful about those insights because if people listening to this are led to believe that a career in the art is based solely upon natural ability, they're being sold a fucking lie. Mm. Yeah. Yes, natural talent and ability has something to do with it, but that is, is dwarfed by the effort that I've seen in people, that I've put in myself, you know, in order to get somewhere or anywhere that looks yeah. like a meaningful career in art and creativity. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I just think it's so powerful how authentic and honest you are about your opinions, and that's one of your great qualities as well, you know, as well as your very natural use of very specific language to describe certain things. Oh, well, I'm going to do your yeah. podcast again because you make me feel great. So. Oh, cool. Well, that's, what we're, <laughs> that's what we're here for. Here's the, here's the quick fire. Right, I'm going to try and keep these short. Okay, cool. Favourite movie? Uh, True Romance. Favourite TV show? Oh, that's so tough. Utopia. It's so it's so underrated. It's I, I'm so sad that it was only two seasons. It's the most beautiful piece of art ever created. I think um, th- there's obvious things like The Sopranos, which I absolutely adore, and there's a great podcast called The Sopranos Podcast that deep like when I'm painting, I'll listen to that podcast, and it feels like you're watching an episode because they're just talking through what happened. I didn't real. I mean, I've watched this, The Sopranos through probably six times, and I didn't realize how genius david chases until listening to this podcast which really dives into it so that's probably sopranos is a close second but utopia as just this beautiful piece of art that is dramatic and visually stunning and the characters are so likable and just the premise every is so underrated and so no one knows about it utopia all right uh favorite song Strawberry Fields by the Beatles. Favourite artist? Connor Harrington. Very good. Favourite actor? Favourite actor? Using the all gender term for actors. 
Yeah, um... God, that's so difficult. You're gonna edit this dead air out. Um... This is suspense. No, everyone's turned off if you keep them missing. I really don't know. What was the last acting performance that you've seen that moved you in some sort of way involuntarily? And who, who performed it? I think probably on Apple TV there's a show called Severance. That's fucking great. Is there a new season of it coming out? That's, uh, so apparently all the cast are fighting. It's Ben Stiller is um, behind that, isn't it? Yeah, apparently all the cast are fighting with each other and, the, and that's really delaying it. So it might all, um, fall, apart. Might, might all fall apart. What um, a finale, by the way. Oh, it's so great, it's so great. Um, I'm going to say Patricia Arquette. What Patricia Arquette, she's in Severance, and yeah. then that makes me think of True Romance. She's also in True Romance. So, what a great show. So that's, that's two of my favourites. So I'll say Patricia Arquette, because she, I think, she can mould herself. I mean, I, yeah, I've seen her in a lot of stuff, and I mean, she's not, she's not like the, the go-to. I think she's really underrated. I don't think she gets enough flowers um, for, for what an incredible actor she is. So I'm going to, yeah, I'll say Patricia Arquette. Favourite book? Favourite book? Tools of Titans is what pops into my head, Tim Ferriss, because again, that is just that is just expert after expert that just has um, tangible advice. Um, I would also say The Mouse and His Child, uh, which was a, a, a favourite when I was a kid, which is just a really beautiful, beautiful story. What makes you excited? Painting. What makes you nervous? Painting. Brilliant. Favourite teacher and why? been let down really yeah i mean my my mum and dad yeah can we talk can we touch on actually you mentioned something like really your favorite teachers are your mum and dad because yeah. i i know as well the importance of family to you because I, I i know i know how important it is to you yeah and i want you not only support your you know your your peers and your your colleagues and your collaborators and your friends, but your family uh, as well. Yeah, I mean, my, my family's always supported me, I think, um, much more than, than the other way around. Um, my my grandmother is 100, and I talk to her every Sunday, and uh, she's still sharp as a tack, and she's like, how's the show going? When does it open? Oh, I wish I could come, because she lives in, in Yorkshire, and she's uh, she wouldn't be able to get down to London. Um, her legs are, are not doing that journey anymore. But um, I show her photos when I go up, and um, she's she's a, a wonderfully inspiring um, person. And I, I, I mean, talk talk to the older people in your life as much as you can, and like hold them hold them dear because I cherish our, our Sunday afternoon phone calls. Um, and I know that one day soon those are going to stop, you know. Um, and so I mean, we've probably done that every day since she was maybe 1991 so like 10 10 years of, of those weekly calls and um, that's that's been something really special to me um my mum and dad are incredible people they were um they adopted me um and were foster carers for much of my life which was why i was going to be a primary school teacher because i grew up around a lot of kids and, and everyone was always like oh you're really great with kids um, so I thought, and I, they were. I was always told you'd be a great dad and you'd be a great teacher, um, and I am neither of those things, uh, which is yeah, which is funny. But um, 
but yeah, my mum and dad, like, they they were just... So, I mean, obviously, we went through the period of you've got to get a proper job. Um, but as soon as I started to make things work with art, they were, they were super supportive. And um, they let me move back in with them when I started the business. And um, also supporting me through it. So from 17 to uh, 23... I had chronic fatigue syndrome where I was like basically asleep for in 18 hour blocks and then I'd be awake for like four or five hours and then I'd go back to sleep for another 18 hours. So that was a rough patch. Um, they, they got me through that, that five year sort of hell that I was in. Um, they really helped me through that. So, um, and yeah, to get, I mean, we, I mean, to, not to be too dramatic on the podcast, but we all held my sister in our arms as she um, passed away. Um, so we had like that sort of loss really like bind like binds your family together um so yeah with they they are just uh incredible people like my so they would they would foster young babies like so babies would come to them like literally from the hospital would come to my mum's house and so t- to that baby my mum was their mother and then my mum would look after that baby for like a year or two years and then package it off to their forever home and I just think like it takes an incredible person to be that that baby is helpless and needs something and to be the sort of person who can offer that and then let go and like and so the other my mum my told me the other day like the other week um they Kate uh, I probably shouldn't say names because they're adopted kids and whatever but um one of the one of the babies was who's not a baby anymore she's like seven or eight was was up um and like with her carers of her family and, and like stayed at my mum and dad's and, and they've they've got this sort of beautiful relationship that they've they've kept in touch with a few of the kids that have sort of gone on and grown up so um just yeah just incredible people really um inspiring people and um i think yeah i i, I mean all i do is paint silly pictures um and to uh yeah it's it's sort of yeah humbling to to when you are in the presence of people who actually like really really help in people's lives it's uh, a beautiful thing well, you can see their influence on you in your work and how you show up so that what well, that's the perfect way to end this i think babe shout out to mum and dad absolutely and uh We'll do this again. They're probably the only ones who listened all the way through, so that's <laughs> good they get shot.